This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And yes, there's some risk that we understand we're putting our body through by stepping on the field and playing football. The game of football has given us so much. This is not one of those situations. This was a severe situation that that deserved a, a different amount of attention, and that's where you see the game being called last night. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to the Jim Rohn Podcast and the start of a brand new year on the original Side Hustle. Unfortunately, we have to start the brand new year by discussing the terrifying situation involving Bill's safety, DeMar Hamlin, on Monday Night Football. Joining us to share his thoughts this week is former Pro Bowl center and current Bills radio analyst Eric Wood. Eric was in the stadium last night, and this is an intense and difficult conversation, so let's get right to this. It is episode 249 with former Bills Pro Bowler Eric Wood, and it's coming at you right now. How you hanging in there? Man, I'm good. Um, you know, crazy, crazy last, I don't know, what do we got here? 16 hours, you know, go from the most electrifying stadium I've probably been in all year with a bunch of Bills fans there, the buildup of Monday Night Football in the primetime game. I'm originally from Cincinnati. So cool seeing the stadium and the fans that excited about Bengals football to a little over half a quarter of football played and it's dead silent in there and people just praying incessantly uh wishing the best for demar hamlin i mean eric i don't even know what to say like and i can't even imagine what it was like for you to be back there and to be there and you know so many people involved and the rest of us are watching it from our living rooms and it's just terrifying I mean, it, listen, I understand that this is a very violent sport. I understand that you guys sign up and there's inherent risk. However, this is not that, right? How different is this and how terrifying was the entire episode? It's much different. And, you know, we've just gotten so accustomed to seeing carts come out on the field for for lower body injuries, whatever it may be, even ambulances and stretchers to an extent to be really careful with spinal injuries. But to see a guy get cpr on the field for almost 10 minutes that that's to me uh, unprecedented especially since i've been in the nfl and have covered the nfl it's just it's not something you expect to see of yourself any of your teammates and yes there's some risk that we understand we're putting our body through by stepping on the field and playing football the game of football has given us so much this is not one of those situations this was a severe situation that that deserved a, a different amount of intention and that's where you see the game being called last night right so Eric for instance DeMar's teammates were understandably extremely distraught on the field can you even begin to describe what it's like to see not only just another individual in that condition but what it's like to see one of your brothers like really a family member fighting for his life 
Yeah, it's just not something you expect to see on a football field. We knew the severity of the injury, not based upon the hit, because the hit wasn't a massive hit. It wasn't, even when he collapsed, you assumed, yeah, maybe he fainted. You you, you weren't thinking worst case scenario. But when we saw the players and coaches' faces, when we saw the medical attention that was rushing out on the field and how urgent of a situation it seemed to be and, and ended up being, we knew this was much different than what we normally see as far as football injuries go and I mean it was traumatizing for those guys to have to watch you said it their brother and this is a close-knit team in Buffalo and I know so much is said around the NFL that oh we're we're a team of culture our guys are close well the Bills pride themselves on that you know you got a small market team in western New York that's been able to attract some star talent because of this culture because of how close they are because they have a, a incredible leadership that starts with the ownership and the GM and the head coach all being completely aligned. You have a quarterback who's an absolute superstar with zero ego. You have guys that have come into Buffalo with the sole purpose of winning a championship. And Sean McDermott, Brandon Bean, they call it finding guys with their type of DNA. Well, DeMar Hamlin was one of those guys. I remember calling, I called multiple games of his at, at Pitt when I was with ESPN. But I remember in production meetings, Pat Narduzzi would always go out of his way to talk about DeMar Hamlin. He wanted to make sure that guy was getting on the broadcast. He would talk about how he's from McKee's Rocks, from right around Pittsburgh. He would talk about what he does in the community, what type of man he is. Um, you know, he he was the pro in college. Like, he already acted like a pro because he was so mature. Well, then you get to an NFL stage, and that just compounds where he's trying to make uh, a, an impact. Do you see the impact that he has on all of his teammates? He walks around with that big, beautiful smile at all times and spread and joy everywhere he goes. He fit that culture in Buffalo perfectly, and not that any other guy on the team wouldn't have got similar reaction to DeMar, but that shook a lot of those guys to their core. I mean, Eric, I'm just I'm getting chills hearing you say that, and I was going to say to you, because you cover the team, I know you've spent time around him, and I was going to ask you about DeMar, and I think you just explained that so, so well. You know, back to your other point, I, I agree with you. The culture there is different. Now, I'm not there, so I can't speak to that, but I've talked to so many guys on that team, and they all say exactly what you just said. They're looking for a certain culture, a certain DNA. So let me ask you this then. The league says the game will not be resumed this week, and they've made no decision about whether or not to resume the game at a, at a later date. If you had experienced something like that mentally and emotionally, if you had to guess where is the team collectively right now, mentally and emotionally? Like, are guys going to need some time before they re-engage and go back to work? Uh, I would think so. I, I would think today is is really just focusing on these players' mental and emotional health, just like you said. And, I mean, I can't imagine, you, we, you know, the game obviously was canceled last night, and that was the right decision. But even trying to go and play it today or tomorrow, because it had to be at a two-day window from the time of suspension, I believe is what I heard out of the league office. I can't imagine rallying back into a football game in that time. And these these Bills, they have a game against the Patriots coming up. There's seeding on the line, and that's the furthest thing from their minds, rightfully as it should be. But at some point, they're going to have to rally, and they're going to have to regroup. And it's going to be extremely tough, especially with the – limited news that we're getting you know you're getting reports out of a hospital that's protected information uh the the um the insider the insiders aren't getting the information like they normally would i would assume with hipaa laws and whatnot and so 
just the patience that we've had to have throughout this process as well, just because you're waiting to hear your prayers answered and, and we're just not getting much information on DeMar, which I can't imagine how tough that is for his teammates, especially witnessing that on the field. Right, and his family, of course. Clones, what do you want when you're craving protein or you need more energy? Not bars, not sugary snacks, not energy drinks. You want beef, pure and simple. Where's the beef? It's in a package of Old Trapper Beef Jerky. Old Trapper is not your old man's jerky. Shriveled, dry, tasteless. Old Trapper Beef Jerky is made from lean strips of steak and quality spices that are smoked over a real wood fire. It's tender, it's tasty, it's not tough. And why is it so good? Because Old Trapper is a 50-year-old family business known for its relentless commitment to quality. They take smoked beef extremely seriously and you can taste it in every single bite. Old Trapper is packed with protein. It comes in four amazing flavors to satisfy all your cravings. Quality smoked meat at its finest. It goes with you wherever you go, to the game, to the gym, to the beach. So look for Old Trapper in the Clearview bag. You can see the quality you're buying. Look for it in major retail stores near you. Clones, if you do not see it, ask for it by name because no other jerky compares. Old Trapper, what's your beef? I really appreciate this conversation. I want to ask you one more thing about him. And then before I let you go, I want to talk about a couple of your projects that you're working on right now. I, I, it's tough to say, and obviously you'd speculate, but because of what you said, that you understand that when you sign up and you play that game, you understand the injury rate is virtually 100%. Everybody knows they're going to get hurt, but this is different. Do you think that maybe like whether you're involved in that game or not, do guys do some soul searching? Do you think maybe somebody starts to wonder, is the reward still outweighing the risk or is it going to be the way it always is? Do you just find a way to somehow get through it and just keep moving? How do you uh, process it? Yeah, probably a combination of the two, similar to where you saw guys start leaving the NFL earlier when all the uh, concussion data and for information got released. Then you saw guys maybe not try and play as long as they possibly could because of that information that had come out. This may be a similar type of deal where, you know, guys will say, look, I got, I got kids. I, I, I can't have what happened to DeMar Hamlin happen to me. Now this is such a rare situation, but it's got the, the recency to it that it's going to be so hard to get that image out of your head. I remember after I did Joe Theismann leg break, the first time coming back on the field, it's like when guys get around your legs, you just feel like something's bad's about to happen. I can't imagine watching what happened to DeMar and it not being that big of a shot and not having some type of hesitancy that 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 could also happen to me. Mm -hmm. So obviously all we can do at this point is send out our positive thoughts and hope for the very, very best. And I do appreciate your thoughts on that so much, Eric. Before I let you go, you have been pushing out all sorts of content, both football and life-related. Since you retired, you're at it once again. You've got a brand-new Bills-centric podcast. What is the podcast called, and when is it going to debut? It was going to debut this week, but I don't think it's appropriate to debut this week. It's uh, centered on Buffalo, and so I'm going to give the Mafia a little bit of what they want, and that's more Bills-related coverage. But my podcast, What's Next with Eric Wood, which – You've been gracious enough to be a guest on. I want that to continue the the personal development because to me, we've talked about this, it's almost like an hour, 30 to 60 minute coaching session for me when I record those episodes. So I want to continue that. 
but not necessarily just have a Bills dominated show. So I'm going to do the the uh, the centered on Buffalo. We're going to have some fun with it. There'll be some live events and whatnot with it, but that will that will likely resume next week. I just want I just feel like in in maybe you could speak into this uh, being around the media world so much longer than me. I just feel like it 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 would seem to me at least insensitive to re- to release the first one and and kind of the push that we'd have along with it. You know, Eric, I think I think there's something to it. If you really want my opinion, I think that you're yes, you're on the right track. Or if you do it, you do it exactly the way you're doing it right now and have this conversation. And by the way, Eric, thank you so much. You you had committed to this before what happened last night and still made good on your commitment to this. But I want to say this also: you're you're in this business now, right? You are in the business of creating content. You cover that team. And you can't only do it when everything is great. And then when things are as challenging as they are right now, that you're showing up this way with the kind of insight perspective that none of us would have. Like, I certainly couldn't do this. I really do appreciate it very, very much. But to answer your question, yeah, I think you can hold off a week or two, and that's fine. And then we have this conversation. Let me ask you this. You let... Because it's so much about the Bills Mafia, I know you involved them with some suggestions for the name of the podcast. Maybe give me one or two... I just want to provide a little levity. Maybe one or two that were a little too hot or a little too spicy to roll with. Well, you know, ever since I entered the league, I didn't get this as much in college. I guess maybe we didn't get as much coverage at the University of Louisville, obviously, as I did in the NFL. But everyone said I looked like the kid from Bad Santa. So there was, you know, the Wooden Pickle podcast and some jokes about the movie and me looking like the kid from that movie. The most popular one was Morning Wood, which is obviously a play on my last name and that these would potentially be released in the morning. Uh, wanted to keep it a little cleaner than that. I don't. I don't need my seven-year-old daughter in a few years asking about that. But um, <laughs> we, uh, you know, set, uh, settled on centered on Buffalo. Try and keep it classy. Um, can't use the word bills. Can't do any infringements. But you know, uh, the city of Buffalo has just given me so much, and and I just feel like we're gonna have a bunch of fun with this one. Yeah, but morning wood was tempting, right? I'm talking with Jay Woods of Omega Tax Credits about small businesses under 500 employees qualifying for a tax refund from a new program. Tell me again, Jay, how long does it take for somebody saying, yeah, I don't know, I probably don't qualify. I'm saying find out because you don't know. How long does it take for them to find out? You don't have a more important 10 minutes in your day than these 10 minutes. That's it. 800-704-2000 or go to omegataxcredits.com and find out. Jay is right for your business. There is not a more important 10 minutes. Let me ask you something really quickly. As a reminder, for those who have not picked up a copy of your book, Tackle What's Next, it's a great, great book. I think right now is a perfect time, too. As we go into the new year, it's a perfect time to get this book. I strongly endorse it. Eric, really quickly, for those who have not read the book yet, why were you eager to write that particular book? And then what can readers expect if they pick it up? Well, I appreciate the plug. It's called Tackle What's Next. The The foreword was actually written by maybe the best leader I've ever been around in my life, and that's the Bills head coach, Sean McDermott. But this is a personal development book with a lot of football themes in it. Most of the the stories, the lessons, the stories are my own. The lessons come from so many of that poured into me throughout my life. And as I had to transition out of the NFL because of a career-ending neck injury, and I had to figure out what was next for me in my life, there were so many principles that people had passed along to me that can translate to anybody out there. The start of a new year, it doesn't have to be some life 
life-altering, career-changing moment. It can simply be you saying, I want 2023 to be the best year of my life. What can I do to learn how to do that? And this book will help you do that. You know, really quickly, I'm fascinated by what you said about Sean McDermott, and you're not the first one to say it. What is he? I mean, you've been around a lot of great coaches. You've been around a lot of great leaders. You just said he's probably the single best leader I've ever been around. What differentiates him from the rest? I'll say the the thing I probably respect the most is his consistency, just daily consistency, walking the walk, talking the talk, being the same person each and every day, treating everybody with respect, modeling servant leadership uh, throughout each and every day, doing the work, being prepared, putting his players in great position, which is him doing his homework on the front end. He also creates relationships with people and, and that can be tough within an NFL organization, especially with the turnover, but he'll make a point to, ask you how your girlfriend's doing, but by her first name or your mom and just builds those relationships and kind of lives by the people don't care how much, you know, until they know how much you care. And then with Sean, what I truly appreciate about him the most and and it probably reared its head last night is Sean is very comfortable having uncomfortable conversation. If it's, if it's going to be valuable, so many people shy away from conflict and, and I can be a people pleaser myself Sean McDermott will make uncomfortable decisions. He's had to let guys go off his staff that gave, you know, put their trust in him as a first time head coach and then had to move on from him to see the success that the Bills have now. And that's what he envisioned. And so just so much respect for Sean McDermott. Listen, one last thought. And again, I appreciate your time, but just because I'm thinking about your other podcasts and your book, you know, you and I, because we both are trying to be in this space and we're trying to be the best versions of ourselves. You just said two things that I think are so key. Number one, he's so good because he has such good relationships and an ability to connect with people. I think all the best young coaches in the NFL are like that right now. Look around the league. But that one word you just said, Eric, leave me with this thought, consistency. Since you started doing your podcast and you started to really think about these things, is that not one of the things that almost binds everybody who is successful or has any self-actualization at all? It's consistency, right? right? The ability to get yourself to do those things that maybe you don't want to do, but you know you need to do, they're going to make you better and do them every single day. And it's just about stacking wins. And it doesn't necessarily have to be home runs in your life each and every day. It's just that daily consistency of, of moving the needle a little bit forward. And then eventually, yes, you may see that hockey stick effect in your life, but there's a reason that wealthy people don't play the lottery. And that's because they know that wealth is built over time. And we often way overestimate what we can do in a day or a week and underestimate what we can do in a year. And so for everyone sitting out there that's saying, man, I want 2023 to be great, or I'm going to lose 50 pounds. Well, you probably didn't put it on in a month. So don't think you're going to get it off in the month of January, then quit. It's the daily consistency throughout the year. And over a year, now you're going to look back and say, man, I'm really proud of the progress I made. Well said. The fans, the tradition, the glory, there is nothing more thrilling than college football, and it all comes down to the national championship game on Monday. And I'm here to tell you the go-to for betting is DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps. I love that matchup. Georgia, TCU, who you got? Right now, new customers can bet just 5 bucks on college football and get $200 in free bets instantly, win or lose. Plus, everyone can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with DraftKings Same Game Parlays. 
So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use my code ROME, R-O-M-E. New customers bet just 5 bucks on college football and get $200 in free bets instantly. But you have to use the code ROME, R-O-M-E, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. See show notes for details. My man, I appreciate you so much. Happy New Year again. This would have not, this is not an easy conversation, and it would have been understandable if you were to say, you know what, can we do this another time? But I so appreciate that you didn't because of your insight and your perspective. And I know people benefited from it, Eric. Thank you so much, and good luck with everything. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Anytime, Rome. And you know what, my mindset was today was that. You know, the Bills are not going to be in front of the microphone. So how do I provide some perspective on the situation, some clarity um, in a positive tone for the organization? And so I, I don't expect Sean McDermott, Brandon Bean, Josh Allen, or any of those guys to be in front of a microphone anytime soon. So I, I'm more than glad to do this for you anytime, but but for others as well today to kind of carry that, carry that torch. My man, that is leading from the front, and I appreciate that very much. I know everybody you just mentioned does as well. So thanks so much, Eric. Talk to you soon. Yeah, my pleasure, brother. My thanks to Eric Wood for showing up for a really tough chat today, but he showed up the way he always does, like an absolute pro, and that's exactly the type of perspective and insight that I expected from him. And I'm really thankful that he made time to share his thoughts and show up the way he did for us. That is exactly the type of insight and perspective that you will not get and cannot get anywhere else. If you're interested in more premium, extended, and unfiltered content, you should consider subscribing right now. This way, future episodes will find their way right to you and you will never have to worry about tracking them down yourself. So if you would, why don't you find that subscribe button, hit the subscribe button, and thank you so much for listening, and get ready for another big year of the original Side Hustle. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.